Dorcas's. It's happening. It's friggin' uh, 13 October 2018. Saturday. A little overcast Saturday. Got some friggin' good shit going on today. Got my son's football game. My daughter's down there cheering right now. Gonna be a nice day tomorrow. Try to relax. Hang out with the family. Spend some quality time. Got a cool story for you. I think it's a little bit of an off-color story. I know that some of you really appreciate that. A little zaniness, a little frivolity, a little laughter at Dr. Drill's expense. So here's the deal. I was talking with a friend yesterday. He's telling me about uh, you know, embarrassing, embarrassing moments. That was the the theme of our conversation. He's talking about how. He had his procedure uh, that involved, uh, it was a heart procedure, and um, it involved them taking a device and snaking it up through the, what's called a femoral artery, which is an artery you can access in your thigh region. If you um, touch your quadricep or the front of your thigh and then go medially towards your groin, it's deep in the tissue within your musculature and, and beneath the skin, obviously, in that area. It's a pretty large diameter artery and sufficient to uh, send a little uh, snake up there so that they can access the heart. They follow the vasculature all the way north until it gets to the heart and then they can make whatever repairs they want to do. So he's talking about how we had this procedure, unfortunately, and the the nurse doing pre-surgery with him had to shave the area and scrub down the area to reduce the, uh, you know, clean everything up, obviously, and, and ensure that the area is neat and sanitized for the procedure. So the guy goes down there, he's friggin' shaving away, and my buddy was a little bit bashful because he was embarrassed that he was ticklish. He didn't say he got a boner. He just said that he he was a little bit tickled by the experience and was remiss to admit that to this man who was shaving his nether region. And the guy just basically... The story ended there. I thought there was going to be a punchline because this guy usually... He'll, he'll set up a joke and then deliver the punchline very effectively does quite a good job there. Said, oh, for an embarrassing moments, I'll tell you some shit, dude. Remind me of a story from back in 1994. I was in the Marines. I was at the School of Infantry, which is aboard Camp Geiger, North Carolina. A little shitty training area. All the, a base, rather. A little shitty base where all the, all the infantry training goes on. So the School of Infantry, I was. Um, it's it's one of the one of the several schools that they'll send a non-commissioned officer to. So I think I was a corporal at the time, and if the school there's an opening, they send that corporal from your their unit to go and study there. You learn about all the weapon systems, how to break them down, uh, reassemble them, fire them effectively, everything from the M16A2 service rifle to the M240 Golf medium machine gun, 
50 cal Mark 19 small which is like a bazooka AT4 grenade uh, AT4 rocket launcher anti-tank weapon so uh, getting to my story I'm at the school of infantry I'm fucking miserable man the school was eh, it wasn't extremely hard but you know it was a scholastic environment so uh, it was discipline was a little bit high I had also just had an unfortunate period of my life or I believe I just broke up with my girlfriend it was my high school sweetheart who uh, like gave me a dear John letter which is a very common thing for a military man it's like almost a rite of passage where you have to your, your girlfriend has to completely betray you, or boyfriend perhaps, completely betray you and fool around with your buddies and stuff while they're hundreds of miles away and you're down there having signed your life away to serve your country and all that stuff. So this happens a lot. It wasn't unique to me, but I was crushed by it, man. I was in a very horrible place and... It's fucking depressed, I guess, you know? So, I took a dump one day, and I was shitting blood. I kid you not. Like, pure blood. I hadn't eaten beets. So I knew that, you know, man, there's something wrong here. I don't feel good. I'm going through a tough time. Maybe I have an ulcer. Now, back then, I didn't really know much about the anatomy beyond the basics um, so I thought it was plausible that at 20 years of age I could be having a fucking an ulcer and I was concerned so I went to reluctantly I went I waited a couple days I'm still shitting blood like, what the hell so I go to the BAS which is called which is short for battalion aid station this is like the clinic that is on base where all of the medical personnel gather and they just wait for marines and sailors to come in with everything from broken bones to bullet wounds to STDs. So, you know, obviously these are marines that they're serving, so they run across a lot of fractures, a lot of stress fractures from um, force marches or what we call humps, uh, strained sprains, broken bones, Shit like that. This was peacetime, thankfully. So they didn't have a whole lot of bullet wounds. Although I'm sure they saw one or two. Time to time, because of fucking idiots on the rifle range. So, I go there, I'm like, hey doc, listen. This big fucking fat guy. He was there, he was their civilian doctor. Who was in charge of it. So, hey doc, I'm freaking shit and blood. I don't know what the hell's going on, I'm sick. Guys, like, ask me a few questions, you know, fill out these paperwork, um, how long, how much blood, what color, you know, dark red, bright red, trying to determine if I am, you know, in need of emergency services or whatever. Ultimately, there was none of that. I just, he asked me these questions. I'm like, shit. So he's like, all right, drop your pants. I'm like, well, you know, I guess I kind of knew that there was a possibility that I was going to have to do this because I'm complaining of bleeding out my anus hole. So I did it. Swallowed my pride. 
says drop your pants and lay down in the prone face down so I did that on this big exam table and he pulls my ass cheeks apart another grown man pulls my ass cheeks apart and like it's almost like he was trying to peel me inside out like he was trying to find presumably um, a uh, hemorrhoid or something some sort of sign of a of a, of a cut or laceration, something that would justify me bleeding out of my ass. Otherwise, maybe it was somewhere north of my rectum, my anus. Maybe it was. Maybe it was in my stomach. Maybe it was some sort of horrible situation, you know, that required me going to the friggin' hospital. He didn't find anything. He pulled his gloves off with a snap, threw them in the trash can, and disappeared. And he comes back. And in, in tow, he's got at least a half a dozen Navy corpsmen, male and female, who proceeded to stand around, over and around me while he peeled my anus, my, my friggin' ass cheeks open, and they all looked into my anus. Take a deep look into my ass. Take a deep look into my eyes. Eyes. Oh. So there I was, a 22-year-old man, lean and mean, United States Marine, with my friggin' camis pulled down to my knees, over my boots, and every um, novice medical personnel within the entire... Camp Lejeune, Camp Geiger complex looking into my asshole. It was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life and I was humiliated, obviously. They didn't find anything. I didn't have an acute bleed or any sort of hemorrhoid that they could see. They asked me what the the mechanism of injury was. In other words, how did this happen? Um, Were you doing anything hard? You know, training, whatever. Obviously, I'm a freaking Marine. Uh, lift and weight sometimes with people. We concluded, we settled that the pot with the possibility of having done heavy squats. So I had been at the gym that week earlier, a day or two before, and had been lifting weights, doing heavy, heavy squats, and maybe my breathing or maybe just the pressure, that internal pressure that, um, that, uh, predisposes one to like hold their breath when you're lifting. You say breathe when you're doing you got friggin' 315 or whatever 405, whatever on the bar it was is in my crazy days. You're not like, okay, breathe in, lift. You're not breathing properly. You're just trying to friggin' get this weight up in the air and get big and strong, right? So definite possibility I could have been breathing wrong and I just popped a little friggin' anus blood vessel. They probably all thought that I was taken in the butthole, right? They probably thought I was gay or something like that because this is all that um, young military men, uh, you know, talk about is, you know, you're gay, you know, <laughs> so on and so forth. So thankfully none of the guys in my unit learned about this as far as I knew. But as I walked out of the clinic and straightened up my outfit posture erect and walked out, signed out of the BAS and walked out 
on to be gone to Camp Geiger. I looked I imagined looking over my shoulder. I didn't look back, I didn't dare. But I imagined looking over my shoulder and being like the dog who just crapped on the living room carpet. That dog that's been scolded and is now ashamed. That humiliation, that 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 wincing and, and slithering away of that canine. That's what I felt like. I felt about like a friggin' size of an ant as I, as I slunk away onto Camp Geiger and never told another soul until years passed and I actually reflected upon the story and how stupid it was and how humiliating it was and thought it was a great tale to tell. Tail, get it? True fucking story.